Welcome to Liberty Southwest Podcast number 61. Tonight we have Matt Winner, Danny Ng, Kurt Pettis, and myself, Eric Taylor. It's been a while since we've had the group together, and this is our first podcast with all of us in one spot. How's it going, Kirk? Doing it live. Doing it live. <laughs> I am excellent. How are you guys? I'm fucking great. How are you doing? Good. It's only taken an hour and a half to get going, but yeah, it's, we're right on schedule. Right on schedule. It's only eight thirty. <laughs> be just like we're, this actually, we're ahead of schedule because yeah, I thought it would it's, be. 10 it's still o'clock. Friday, <laughs> so it's that's good. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's been a it's been a challenging start. It has but there's there's no doubt this is going to be fun. But uh, yeah, you were doing playing like, video games. It's, I, it's I like, was playing video games for a lot of the setup. And you won. You're a winner. So I did win. <laughs> That's important. We're the nightless round table. <laughs> the nightless. Oh, okay. True. <laughs> so, yeah. How's things liberty in your lives? I don't think any of us have been, well, I haven't been really active. Matt, you're kind of, are you becoming, I, thinking of becoming more active? Yeah, or? well, so I'm, I think I'm probably going to start attending some of the meetings and stuff. I, I've been active since... Not since the last time you and I talked and did a podcast, Eric, but mm-hmm. since uh, I've gotten together with the other guys, um, I have had a bit of a like letter-writing campaign that I've been doing for legalizing marijuana in the state of Minnesota yeah. and adding to the medical conditions that are allowed for medical marijuana. Is that through normal at all? or No, this is like it? I am directly emailing <clears throat> people who are concerned with it, the committee and individual people how'd you get started on that i just decided i wanted to start writing letters about it you just had an epiphany and just (laughs) well yeah i saw that they were going to be meeting and i had seen um that somebody was encouraging people to uh write letters and then it turns out like the committee met and they have to post you know all their minutes and stuff and one of the things they post is the the letters that they get from people and I was one of three people <laughs> who wrote a letter. That's and, it. Yeah, it's kind of surprising there that few. Is that just because there weren't that many people aware of what was going on? I or? am not entirely sure, but there was definitely a medical doctor who con- like totally disagreed with every point that I made. So I kind of feel like the committee was like, uh, "This dude's full of crap. <laughs> this guy, this doctor, knows what they're talking about." Yeah. Which so he's the <clears throat> anti. All I can think in the of, pocket of the. Uh, the pharmaceutical the pharmaceuticals companies. and liquor oh, yeah. companies and yeah. public safety officers that get you know they get their stipends from the federal government for the amount of rests that they exactly. that they're able to gather up and that type of thing. So he was just on the he was kind of a bought and paid for 
stooge in a way. Is that that's what it seemed like to me? Yeah. To have somebody, some big hitter, come in like that and write a letter. The third guy agreed with me, but he was another non-doctor. Who is he? I don't remember. Just an activist? (laughs) Yeah, they they do kind of obfuscate your name. Not totally, but... Oh, this is why you don't license people. They have all the credit. Their their voice outweighs their ours. Oh, sense because they're. I like I like that doctors are licensed. I'd prefer they have credentials before they start, you know, cutting people open. I'm not. I doubt Kirk has gone to many unlicensed doctors. (laughs) (laughs) Or if you have, if you get licensed. (laughs) Or if you have, we're all ears and how that went. I don't even know how many doctors I've ever seen in my life. Maybe two? (laughs) So then you Well, we could, I mean, I disagree, but I I don't think license, I think there would be other ways to go about it in the first place, but from a liberty standpoint, especially what we'll talk about in the future, later tonight, for a certain, someone running for president, um, I don't know, it goes, well, I've been much more anarchist lately, and I feel like I could possibly come out of retirement and get active again, because I found someone that inspires me. But the fact of uh, government granting licenses just grants credence to the state to give them more authority over us, and what, and I just find it unnecessary regulation that could be bypassed with an uh, open market, free market system that of voluntary actions that I think licensed doctors, a lot of good unlicensed doctor or people that lose their license that are ended up in Mexico or whatnot for certain cancer research and such. But sure. Yeah, I think I'd rather go to a licensed doctor. I mean, that's the whole idea license. is that you can choose to yeah. go to a licensed or a non-licensed. Oh, that's kind of, yeah. I mean, it's the it, argument where I you know. should be able to participate. Like, well, can you really mind, participate like, in letting somebody else cut you cut Well, you would open? you rather go to, so, like, yeah. say, like, there's a rating or uh, a seal, like the pharmaceutical seal <laughs> licensor. It doesn't have to come from like the, the government. The pharmaceutical like, certification. I mean, yeah, like, well, they, they took over the healthcare uh schooling medical schooling anyways i mean everything's taught from their point of view well maybe so. take a more practical approach of like delivering babies and sometimes there might be situations where like she has to like deliver now and there have been situations where like i think just maybe a couple months ago where a cop actually like um helped deliver a baby like right when they pulled him over like why is this guy going so fast and well she gotta do it so like that scenario um but what does like, that have to like, do with being like, licensed or anything? I mean, like, like, like for that type of situation, you maybe don't have to be licensed. You, you well, like, I wouldn't have to feel that's your choice. Like, you, like I don't need to choose like a licensed doctor to do something like that. You know? Yeah, I mean, you can have a midwife deliver your baby at home if you want to. I, I just think it's, it's just like, highly recommended to have a doctor on standby. Yeah, I mean, or well, or just emergency go to a, but go to a hospital to have a baby. But it's, what is your risk of so many pluses and minuses? I mean, so, like, I, I my could nephew... Go into, I actually know a lot about this, but... <laughs> so my nephew um, was born, and he was starved of oxygen for about five minutes. And that's not, like, a super critical thing, but it's bad. And so they had to pull him out using, like, a vacuum cleaner. And then he went to the children's hospital NICU unit for like two weeks to be cooled while his brain was healing from that damage. And um, 
that would have been impossible if you gave birth in a bathtub in your backyard, right? Like that's not that's not something that you could fix if you're doing something like that. So you can <clears throat> Siri just decided to start talking. Oh, yeah, I need to turn Siri off. And I don't know what's going on in here. She heard She's midwife. recording us. Yeah, she so wants the, to be everyone's midwife. Yeah, so it's, it's situations like that. Like, yeah, you're free to you're free to go ahead and do that. But if there's a complication during the birthing process, you're effed. Yeah. <clears throat> but what does that have to do with licensing? This is unlicensed to midwife. I know. I'm well. I mean, I'm just saying that. But all these are examples of unlicensed people, I guess, or right. ways. So I mean. Yeah, I mean, there's we we've become accustomed to the licensing and everything, but I, I view it from a liberty standpoint, and for what a lot of people I support would rather see that being abolished than encouraged. But, yeah, I mean, I can see that. I can, but, I can see that side. But that's very low on the totem pole for other. So if other people, if they want to be think, licensed, let's stop saying... sanctioning the world. Hmm? All right, never mind. Okay. What did you say? Sanctioning the yeah. world? Yeah, I would like to just start there. Let's stop sanctioning the world. And How, what is that? That's, that's a start for liberty. That's an interesting thought. What do you mean by stop sanctioning the world? Well, we go around the world and put sanctions on companies. Oh, got it. Okay. Yeah. Don't yeah. adhere to our interests. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like I think North we could start there. It's a form of warfare. Like North Korea well, and Iran. And you look at. We sanction Europe for dealing with other people, and it just blocks the free market and voluntary actions of people. So, I mean, free tariffs and open relationships with all, and entangling relationships with no one. George Washington. Yeah, Yeah. I mean that's a. I think that would be a great start for our country right now, towards liberty. Yeah, good starting point. We can do. We can worry about licensures. Let's wipe out all of our relationships with all other countries. Right. <laughs> By not sanctioning? Just allow Americans to deal in the free market system with the world. Yeah. That's what Jacob Hortenberg is all about. But anyway, so I was happy to hear Matt last we got together a few weeks ago and Matt was like, Yeah, I feel like you brought it up. I didn't know you were being this involved and stuff with anyways, so but when I heard that you guys are wanting to get together more and be more active like we were in 2012 we just have a new opportunity right now Revolu- revolution 2.0 has commenced and uh, <clears throat> Scott Horton is really pushing this Tom Woods, Dave Smith they are all people that weren't big L they're all small L libertarians mm-hmm. not a part of the system let the politicians do what they want, and we haven't had a good libertarian candidate for a while, anyways. But since Gary Johnson, he was a very strong. Oh, yeah, he was he was super strong. <laughs> but, uh, sarcasm, <laughs> Aleppo. <laughs> um, but so I was going at that. Yeah, I'm just getting excited about Jacob Hornberg. He yeah. is uh, labeled the next Ron Paul, someone you can totally believe in, and. And Ron Paul got us all active, brought us together, and we wanted to stay active from then. And we kind of fizzled out. And I, <clears throat> do you think really it's fizzled out, new... or do you think it was fizzling out, or coming to the conclusion that, at least for me, is understanding? I reached a pretty decent understanding of how the whole operation works, and just not being enthused about participating in that operation. Um, 
that, that was my you know, again yeah again you mean no <laughs> that's why I decided to disengage because I you know I I think I mean I was on the state central committee you know active in our BPOU as vice chair mm-hmm. and comms chair and and uh, you know thought about uh, not seriously but thought about running for office or something along those lines thinking that maybe I could uh, make a bit of a difference but I just came to the conclusion that the system is just it's a two-party system and they're both going rowing the boat the same way so you, you know if you're, you're kind of you can be a, a small cog in the machine but it's pretty difficult to make any substantial change even the most effective current libertarian politicians and I would still you know, define those as Rand Paul and Justin Amash and Thomas Massey. I mean, they operate on the periphery. I mean, they, they make their statements, and Ron Paul did the same thing. They make their statements, and they try and, you know, move the debate, and they're all sharp guys and have great ideas, like talking about uh, legalizing marijuana, which is a, I think is a no-brainer, I mean, for all the benefits and the fact that, you know, it incarcerates vast chunk of a population and not others and there's really no differential in you know the amount of people that do it but uh, it, it just seems like it's a even with Hornberger it's a the libertarian message is just a difficult message to push I think you know for the most part and that's why it, it's it's for me and I think for you guys it resonates because it's the right message I mean being able to do what you want with who you want as long as you're not harming other people freeing up marketplaces, getting rid, rid of, you know, extraneous government. And, you know, because we have huge debt in this country and eventually that's going to come home to roost. And, you know, government, a lot of government stuff is run inefficiently. But as, you know, much as you identify that stuff, it doesn't seem like a lot changes. Like even if you have, even if you get like your token libertarian in place. So that, when I started, I really thought, especially with Ron Paul, I'm like, this just makes sense. How could it not make sense to more people? Mm-hmm. They just haven't. They haven't looked at it hard enough. I'm going to help them look at it. Hard enough. <laughs> <I'm gonna> force <laughs> mouths. Not really force, but say, "Hey, look at it, you know, a different way." And to me, the people that I talk to, either like in politics and in life, politics is a very personal <clears> thing. <throat> and people, I think, politics is a reflection of people's individual and personal values and those are hardened to a certain extent it's very difficult to go and convert somebody to your side or help them you know see the lights or you know get those numbers and you know, i looked around and i'm like well it seems like there's about 10 percent of the people that develop into libertarians and what can you really change with that number well, you know, how can you really so that's for me at least personally that's why i disengage i'm like i can do well or maybe i can even run in the Republican Party, and I could get elected to offices, but I spent all this time and you know time and effort and money, and what am I yeah, at the end of the day? Where, what yeah. am I changing? And that's that's where I you know that's where I was like you know I can you know I have a lot of other interests right and, you know, I can that's pursue you know I and you know work and interests and I can pursue pursue those even though I have you know I'm very passionate about this, but it's just it's it's frustrating for me that the uh, that the libertarian message, just even if you articulate articulate it really, really well, if you talk to progressives, they're going to just 
throw it aside. And even a lot of conservatives are like, oh, that's nice, but it really can't happen that way. And that, you know, so that's for me, that I didn't really fall off. I put a lot of effort into it. And I came to the realization that that effort most likely is not going to change too much. I mean, you didn't see some any rewards. Well, not, I, I don't even want personal rewards. I want to see, like, for oh. me, like, the motivation is to change things and to make things better for not only myself, but for, you know, for every, you know, for other people. So, every, you know, in politics, it's not an altruistic exercise by any stretch. You know, there's ego involved and in why people run and do things. But my motivation was there's a lot of shit that's broken and can be made better. And if you can get people on board with that and it can grow. And I think Ron Paul did a great idea of identifying the people who weren't participating and getting them to participate. So there's like a groundswell of people. But that to me is a thing that I spent a decent amount of time thinking about is how can this really change things? Yeah, and it's interesting because when Kirk and I ran back in 2012, the conversations were never around something like liberty. The conversations were all about people wanted to close a lake so that they wouldn't get zebra mussels in it. You know, it was, the conversation never came around to where you're going to have a debate where you can sit there and tell somebody that you're not being libertarian enough. You're not following liberty close enough. Because on a local level, people are willing to accept generally a lot more of a capital L liberal uh, outlook. Like, even in Shanhassen, like when we ran there, people are like, spend all the money on the trails you want. Go ahead. Spend all the money on all We've got the cash to pay the property taxes. We like our, you know, our bedroom community and it's, you know, it's a nice area. Exactly. We're going to, you know, throw it, you know, throw it in there and... It, so then it's not until you get to where you're actually at like a state level that people start to listen to your ideas more than try to get you to help them accomplish what they want in the city, which you know really has no impact on anything beyond that city itself. Right. <clears throat> yeah, so seeing, seeing that and kind of going through it, because I came into, at least myself and you guys differently, kind of just doe-eyed i didn't know how anything worked and i was like well if you put enough energy into it it can work in a good way and and we kind of think we all have very similar beliefs and you two went into it and like went into the you know went for office and like yeah i really want to do this but what am i really going to do well it was a learning experience when i i just wanted to get involved i didn't even know about ron paul until i started getting involved and i met you guys and it was like oh my god ron paul's like the greatest guy ever he is i mean he's a fantastic yeah he's the best politician ever i I rarely ever knew about the guy beforehand and but my point was well for fizzling out is i say i became an anarchist more like i just kind of like it goes to where I, i should just do my own thing, focus on bettering myself and not worrying about I think about that's the most the important public, thing because... for anybody. You need to be, I, I think before you even think about going into politics, it really, and I, I see it as a dirty, corrupt sport anyways, but if you're going to go into it like Ron Paul did, and some people may disagree with this about Rand, but I think Rand is very pure in his intentions and his motives, and he's like Ron Paul 2.0, he's just more polished. He gets more shit done. Um, and, you know, some people may say he's not a real libertarian or whatever, but politics is about the art of an, of the agreement. It's not about chiseling yourself and, you know, putting principle down. You have to 
agree with people and build coalitions mm -hmm. to get stuff done. And I think does a you know a fantastic you know a fantastic job. And people who, in order to get to that space, you have to work on yourself first. You have to you know come from you know a a, a place of goodness and altruism and you know well, the exercise I you're talking. There. No. <laughs> you're, 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 but what you're talking about, but I think no, that, that should go hand in hand with, you know, is, with that. Oh, yeah, exactly. But And I, I was early to the party anyways, and I wanted it as an experience and a learning you know, adventure. And we got all that. We made it as far as anyone could possibly get without winning. And But we did win for Ron Paul. We did get to become all. We all became state delegates. And the process to go through that, we know what it takes to get candidates to the next level. Oh, we've been through a lot of training. I mean, and, and so there's, and there's the almost experience. like this shadow network of yes. libertarians because of that around the state. Oh, I mean, yeah. there are people who've been trained up really well and have the, you know, have the, the knowledge and the ability to get the right candidates in place and the right, but the problem well, is how the right candidates, the, game. the right candidates just don't want to run. They don't exist, but that's they why do Jacob exist. is actually right. the right candidate. Right, and the revolution two point oh. This, about this is why these people are willing to join the Libertarian Party now to get Hornberg elected to be mm -hmm. the representative of the Libertarian Party to actually get him in the debates. Can you imagine Hornberger actually talking? Like I, none of you guys have listened to him much yet, or anything. Or and we have a clip, and that we absolutely it, we don't know anything about, but we'll listen to it for a few minutes. So he collectively can become a little bit more a little more educated and, I, and i'm still a little behind it but i the people that i really respect are all for this guy and say he's the best thing since sliced bread since mm -hmm. ron paul and i'm going to say a little blasphemy now i think he's better than ron paul okay i think he's worth our effort and our time in the future we really want to actually why do you think why do you active. think that? i think we we need to coalesce the, the libertarian caucus is in february but why do you when you say i think he's better than ron paul why why do you why do you say that how he talks he's just as good as ron paul you just said he was better he's better by how he will be in debates and how he talks to people and just how he comes across to people okay He's just same level as Ron Paul. It's like, just the delivery and the method of how he goes yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah Ron Paul is not a polish. Like Ron, Ron, Ron Paul will start talking Shapiro and he'll go off on tangents all the time. Yeah. And he gets confused. He, I mean, not confused, but there's so many things going on in his head. And he just and we have so many things to say. It just goes from one thing to another. And you just kind of start skipping instead of finishing your sentences. And Are you talking about to, yourself or Ron Paul? Both. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Hornberg... Hornberger is just like when he speaks it's just to the point directly and he's right about from the libertarian stance libertarian stance he doesn't say let's just legalize marijuana he says let's legalize all drugs mm -hmm. and the whole war on drugs legalize everything bring all the troops home cut all the I mean he's I mean I he love is it. so good on all libertarian principles it's 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 he's just refreshing to hear and he's uh our libertarian's never going to win. Actually, this is the point, might get three because what I want to say, yeah. too, is this next presidential yeah. election is going to come down yeah. to Hornberger, Donald Trump, and Hillary Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> Those will be the three candidates. So Trump's going to win. Trump, most well, he's, likely. He's, he's favored 3-1 right. if you look at the sports book. But Hornberger right. will Vegas. swing the Are whole point. Just think, what made Ron Paul... Blow up. It was the Giuliani moment and the debates. 
we should pull up a clip of it. But uh, that's what everyone was like. He said, what? And everyone started looking up out, and everyone was like, oh, my God, this guy is, well, no politician says this stuff. Yeah, I mean, the, 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 the whole legalize all drugs thing is obviously the ideal solution to killing the war on drugs. But I think there's deeper things going on there than what we will be able to control, even through elected officials. What do you mean? Who needs to control it? What? I think that we've got what needs elements in our government that are embedded that make money off of the drug wars. I don't think you have to think. I think we know. Yeah, yeah. Is, I mean, I mean, that's <laughs> I mean, in the realm of quote-unquote conspiracy theory, but I think right. there's but been I enough conspiracy. The Bush <laughs> connections, <laughs> the Clinton's yeah. connections, the CIA connections, so, there's any, where do you want to stop? So that, that the point that I'm making is you can say it, and you can even elect people who are going to believe that, but there's going to be other forces out there that are going to be actively trying to stop you from getting your message out. And they have access to way more resources. But that's my point. The only way this message is going to get out by a good candidate up there on the debate stage challenging Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Actually get their viewpoints on paper instead of this. If he comes out with legalized drugs for everyone, he's going to be totally tossed out of it. He'll be polling as high as Adam Kokesh will be polling. Right. What do you mean? Jacob Hornberg is already polling the highest in the Libertarian Party. I'm just saying... Like you can't come out on the stage and say I want to legalize all drugs because I I Why not? I have Why not? I have who, tried who, who to bring it? this up. Yeah, in a Republican to lots area, lots of people. Yeah, lots of people. My point is, the more you do research and the more how he talks about it, he doesn't just throw this out there. He goes through in depth about why this should be done. Okay, well, let's and hear because it's all racist, you know, it's 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 a very racist. The war on regulations. Well, yeah, actually had an episode with Ron Paul on Liberty Report. You also have Ron Paul wrote. He just came out with Hornberger just wrote a book too, and Ron Paul wrote the foreword or the. Did Ron Paul opening. endorse Hornberger? Oh yeah, he did. Yeah, they're friends. Okay, they're old friends. I think he's asking if you endorse new friends. President. Is that what your question? They're new friends. Yeah. Like endorse him to be like the libertarian candidate. The, the, the I guess I haven't one. seen it, but okay. I guarantee he is. Well, I mean, there's no way he's not. He might have not yet, but you think he might? He will later on. I, I bet he already has. This he wrote Jake, the forward to his Jacob, book. Is this coming Jacob Hornberger? Yeah. Jacob Hornberger. Has, has the book come out yet? Yeah, it just came out. You can get it now on Amazon. Is it on uh, I'm Audible? Later. I didn't check it. I'm going to look into it because I'd like. To, I'm hoping it's on Audible. Yeah, should we listen to a little bit of that clip? So we, I, I think Danny, Matt, and I just yeah, aren't. Let's just do it. I, super. I, we're not. We're not. I wish super, I would have recorded some times to get the really good clips of stuff I was listening to earlier today. But I think you have a pretty good one. This is. This will be all right. Yeah, this is Tom this Woods from the eighth of November, and we'll listen to oh, three or four minutes. We haven't even. This is a thirty-one minute uh, podcast. We'll listen to three or four minutes. So. We and everyone else can be a little bit, be that long, a little bit more familiar with them. So, uh, I'll start this. Yeah, I mean, I suppose you may have some. First of all, I'd be curious to know about your history with the Libertarian Party. I mean, you're not just somebody who, out of the blue, decided to run. And uh, why in 2020? Well, as you know, Tom, I've I've given my life into libertarianism in terms of the educational arena for 30 years now. I founded the Future of Freedom Foundation 30 years ago, which whose mission has been to present this principled, uncompromising case for liberty. 
And it has been just absolutely tremendously rewarding. I, I'm just, I count myself as so lucky to be able to do my passion in life and uh, get paid to do it. I mean, I just love what I do in life. But I finally have gotten to the point in my life where I said, you know, it's just time to throw yourself into this battle against these people that have destroyed our liberty in this land in a bigger way. And that means taking them on directly in the political arena, which is about as direct as you can get. And so I decided after much soul searching, thought, deliberation, I said, you know, I'm going to do this, that I'm going to go for the LP presidential nomination. If I don't win it, then I would just simply return to FFF doing what I've been doing. If I'm accorded the honor of winning that thing, I would absolutely love just skewering both Trump or whoever the Republicans nominate and whoever the Democrats nominate and holding them accountable for what they've done to our country, both of them, especially with respect to the destruction of liberty. And that's what my campaign is going to revolve around, restoring liberty to America. Now, with respect to my history with the LP, 30 years ago, about the time I started the Future Freedom Foundation, I got a telephone call from a guy named Bill Evers, who was on the platform committee, asking me to join the platform committee of the National Libertarian Party. And I said no, and I insisted on no, because I felt that this was a political party and they were just going to water down principles. And I wasn't interested in that. I I think adhering to principle is everything in, in both politics and education. Well, he sent me a copy of the party platform and I was bowled over. I mean, this was this pure libertarian Rothbardian manifesto. And I was just so shocked. And so I called him and I said, it'd be an honor to serve on the platform committee. And I served three terms. Uh, I was later awarded the honor of being uh, receiving the Thomas Paine Award for Communication of Libertarian Principles. I was the keynote speaker at the, I think, of the 96th convention. And so I, I was an activist in the party. I was going to state conventions about, oh, probably, you know, six or seven a year at least. And I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Uh, but then I got into a big battle in 2000 with the, the some of the party hierarchy and their pre-nomination candidate for president. And it, it turned out to be a really nasty fight. And after that fight, I just decided, you know what, I'm going to just return to the educational arena. And life has too much meaning to engage in this type of thing. And so I stayed away from the party for about 20 years until recently when I said, you know what, I'm coming back and uh, I'm going to offer the party a, a campaign of principle for the party of principle and just see where the chips fall. Well, that is certainly music to my ears. Of course, that's what I would like to see happen in a campaign. And yet, at the same time, I, I mean, I, I'd like to see a libertarian presidential campaign do two things. Number one, clearly signal to libertarians out there that the person is serious about libertarian ideas. Okay, that obviously is the bare minimum. But we do want to, of course, reach beyond our particular choir. And the fact is, much as I wish it were different, most Americans' main issue going into 2020 is not the non-aggression principle. It's not. All right. Yeah, so that guy, yeah, he can, like you were saying, he's certainly more polished than Ron Paul. He can can speak well. It looks like he's certainly been in the trenches for extended periods of time, even within the last 25 years. So he's somebody that, um, I don't know, I don't know that any of us except for you have heard of, but it's got some libertarian cred if he wants to, you know, push forward with a He's campaign got a lot of for the nomination. Cred. He's got yeah. a lot of street cred. I guarantee everyone else running is upset that he's in it because he just jumped to the front of the line. 
Do you think you can beat John McAfee? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think so. Can he be Andrew Kesh? <laughs> well, Adam Co- oh, Adam Kokesh is running too. He's, I forget, he's not anarchist. He's going with the li- going for the libertarian <clears throat> nomination. Too. Yeah, I've seen some of his speeches. But I was thinking of coming out of retirement for Adam Kokesh. I'm like, maybe I'll actually vote if he you know gets in. But now that I hear Jacob Hornberger, I am 100% for it. And it's, I'm debating, like, so I swore I would never vote again. Now I'm like, all right, I guess I'm going to change my face. When, and when did you swear that? Years ago. Years, like after our election, or was it? Uh, probably probably like three or four years ago. Okay. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm done. I'm just not going to elect. I'm not going to vote. I just don't condone what government does, so I don't want to give my opinion for it. I, like, just, I, I just don't. I go just to vote for the non-incumbent judges. They have everything else blank. Non-incumbent judges. <laughs> <laughs> just rotate yeah. them out. Bond yeah. Clayton. Yeah. You know. Bond. The Bond Clayton method. <laughs> Is he running? He's pro- probably, as a Republican. <laughs> or another party. But, well... Uh, he might not actually be around anymore. My point, it, oh, yeah. my point is, this is the time <laughs> to get... Way. That we're, we have to coalesce a dozen people. Two dozen, and it's a shoe-in. You go over, you take over the caucus, we all get elected delegates, and we move on to the next level. But well, we already for know one, how to do that. For a libertarian or for but a libertarian party? Yeah, I this would be a libertarian, wanna... not the well, you don't, Republican. You don't have to, to do that. You just show up at the state convention. For the Libertarian Party? Yeah. There's well, no, the state convention there's no delegates February. for the Libertarian Party? No, you just go no. in and you're a delegate. Yeah. Oh. Danny, we've done this bit before. Yeah. Well, that's because yeah. no one's there wanting to be a delegate this year. It's no, it's not going to be any different. I mean, if you go to a state, yeah, if you go to the Libertarian State Convention, you have you're, it's pretty much a shoe in to be a delegate. It's fifty to hundred delegates that are there. Well, I want to be a national delegate. I want to go to the national delegate thing. Yeah, where right. I mean, it's not heavy, it's not ultra heavy. It's not a heavily. Con- uh, attended convention by any stretch. So yeah. yeah, you don't you don't go to a caucus. Well, I want to be elected to the national convention to go to the. You could. I mean, if you wanted to do that, Where you is could it? probably still. It's typically at the Cambria Suites and uh, Maple Grove. I mean, the national. Yeah, convention. the national. I'm not sure. I think yet. it's in Texas. Hmm. Um, go to Tejas. I think it's. I want to say it's do, it doesn't change every. No, well, the 2020 sure change every now and then. Convention. We have the technology. We will find um, the answer. Well, I mean, well, if you guys all were talking about getting active again, right? Yeah, it's an Austin, Texas. I just Texas. think that this Austin, is a, a worthy thing. Like, if, Texas, Austin, Texas. Yeah, and I'm just saying that I could easily be swayed to start to do this. Yeah, I find I mean, he, I, he is a person worthy to support, and I, um, it would be good to go door knocking, just whatever you know, just to uh, promote promote him. Just I mean, to get the word I'm out, in. people to research him. I'm in. I don't know. I haven't heard enough from him yet, but he sounds pretty freaking solid. Um, I think we have more to do as far as our our organization goes. Is you know talking about doing door knocking and that kind of thing. I think we would. I would wait till after the state convention here until spring. But yeah, I mean, we. we, I don't even think that you'd start in the spring. But the 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 idea of spreading this guy around, I think we would have to get started. Well, it would. He would first have to be nominated. Get the nomination. Right. So right now that you know. The battle of it isn't getting the word out. You need to find the other libertarians. It's it's whoever. See, that's the thing. I want to go in for someone that I want to win, and that's kind of the other thing too. We've always 
we knew Ron Paul. We actually thought Ron Paul had a good chance. Well, Ron Paul won the state as far as Del- as far as yeah, he won pretty, Minnesota. He yeah. really won Iowa, but they well, he didn't really win. I mean, he had a big he, he played a big role in making making Minnesota a primary state. So he won by caucus by strategy rather than by Santorum. Actually, won Minnesota, but. We, we had we, Marianne well, Stebbins. The people. There's a yeah, large libertarian Marianne Stebbins is a that, master, uh, yeah, a master and we organizer. Can become that and it was for really, it the was libertarian really, party. But you yeah. say that all you have to do is show up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. It might not be that way this year, but uh, I would know. bet you. I mean, if you want to, but as bet, long as you had, 10 if you want to bet a thousand dollars. Just look at the website. There's no uh, reason to bet that much money. But, yeah, there's, there's no reason to bet about it at all. He thinks he's going to win. It's, uh, it's to I'm be prepared win. for any situation. I mean, this is this is a system, uh, a game to be played, yeah. and and you got to go about it with some sort of strategy. Well, yeah, yeah, so you don't just want to wing it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you can. It might work, like you say, but I would rather come into it with at least a coalition of support that. I mean, well, here's my point. You don't want someone just walking in and getting it. Who the fuck are they going to vote for? You, we, we want people for Jacob Hornberger, so we need to make sure however many delegate spots are open, let's try and take them all. Well, not, okay, so you're, you're excited about Jacob Hornberger. It sounds like for good reason. Um, how did you hear about him? Why are you so excited about him? Because in the Libertarian Party, what you're saying, most candidates are saying anyway, who are going for the presidential nomination most are for smaller government you think bill for, weld was anything close to uh, yeah but he's bill weld he's running for the republican uh, gary johnson was kind of uh, lazy in his approach yeah he wasn't uh but as good as he could have been yeah so but what what really i mean was it it sounds to me like really his delivery is what really kind of inspires you to no really, it's it's, it's I knew nothing about it. I didn't start really. I've listened to stuff before, but I didn't know who exactly who it was. I've heard of him, like I didn't follow him or anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until I heard all the excitement from Tom Woods, Scott Horton, Dave Smith, all these podcasts I frequent. How about like the excitement? And they're from just the public, they're, they got the biggest hard on for this guy ever, and so it made me excited. I mean, they're they're talk, They're the ones saying exactly what I'm saying tonight. Let's all get active. I'll take over the delegate seats, make sure Jacob gets the nomination Mm -hmm. because it's going to be a battle. There's six other people running that are all going to be vying for this. And, uh, we get, we need to do everything we can to make sure he gets it because he's going to be the best candidate and the the best, the best voice from the public because I haven't heard, honestly, maybe I'm just naive and I, well, it's a libertarian party. Yeah, no but like as opposed it. to like Ron Paul, like he was really good with like connecting with like students and campuses and all yeah, that. But he, yeah, he was um, a Republican, but in a part Republican. That that does that's help he, him a lot. But that's why he ran um, as a Republican, right? So that you know, to credit him, that did help. But like, you gotta get excited with you know from the public as well. My point is that I think unless they totally shun him from any uh, debates when it comes down to the you know. The end of the year here, or end of next year. Is it two years away? I'll, no, no, this yeah, year no, it'll be next year. Next yeah. Year. yeah. So, it's. Uh, I just. I. I personally believe Donald Trump ran on liberty, in many aspects, ending the wars in the Middle East, saying that what we're doing in the world is, you know, we should be. They called him an isolationist because of everything that he was saying just like they called Ron Paul an isolationist. Obama did the same thing. 
all these presidential candidates have to talk in a more of a libertarian sense to get that over the hump to get elected. And so this liberty, I feel, resonates in humans, in most Americans. And it resonates they just don't know about it. They don't hear thing. about it. The media shuns it. They, it's, there's a black, they blackball it. <clears throat> and this is a way for the message to be out and just to grow. I think the internet has helped people to you know, find out. I didn't even know what a libertarian was until 2006 or seven. I had no idea. And I followed politics. <laughs> I just never even knew anything about libertarians. And as soon as I heard it about it, he was like, yeah, that is exactly what I fell into. But I was always more on the Republican side, and I always went with that. And it was just, I don't know. My suggestion to you, Kirk, and, and if you really believe that this guy is the is a guy. So I'm, I was looking over the Minnesota Libertarian Party, kind of national delegate information, who's active and whatnot. And there are about 13 national delegates from Minnesota. And if you really want to be voted as a national delegate, I would urge you to get in touch with the Minnesota LPN. Or, uh, yeah, Why? Uh, because you're not going to go there and just run and get votes if, you're not do, if you haven't done anything before then. So you want to be, I mean, this is an activist type of a role. Um, Not so if you, you had a hundred people come in voting for you. Uh, it's tough. It's a tough road to hoe because you have to pay to go there. Um, and anyway, I went to a, I went to a the last actually the last political, politically related activist activity that I have done was at the LPMN convention in 2017. And there and Neil. Um, Neil Lynch ran for party chair, and, and he asked me and some other uh, libertarian Ron Paul activists to help him out, and basically brought in more people uh, to help him get, uh, you know, to get over the hump. And there was it was a fight. Uh, uh, Nick Ludwig really didn't like it, and he decided to run, and he brought in his other people, and and they basically. Their stance was, we don't want somebody who hasn't been like a part of the libertarian movement to just kind of come in and co-op things. So it's not, it's not like if you bring in more people and they it's catch a risk point, for everything, right? But I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just telling you what I've seen and what this is my suggestion. I know, but we you can took do what over it, the yeah, Republican can, Party for Ron. I understand, Paul. but I'm giving you this is way more difficult than this. Oh yeah, absolutely. But I'm just saying it's. If that's something that you want to do, it's good to be active. That's all. And getting, you know, and you don't, you don't, you can take that for what it's worth. That, that was the argument that the Republicans said against us too. That we're just there. Right. You can do whatever you want. We're not going to do shit afterwards. Yeah. I, I, I'm suggesting this as a way to help. Yeah, I don't really. Well, I, you know, I don't care. I mean, you can argue with me and say, you know, I no, but don't want you to help. But there's a reason why most yeah. libertarians don't care for the libertarian party it's we the, we view the democrats and the republicans as kind of the same ship flowing down the whatever same stream and we just the libertarian party has just always never been that good and so it's because it gets care. very there's purity tests in the libertarian party and the most pure mm-hmm. aspect of the libertarian party well, is an, an anarchist as an anarchist so, so do the party officials dictate who is a delegate 
No, the delegates dictate who's a exactly. delegate. And that's the, yeah. so you, and they, these people the are pure, the they, there's there's litmus tests, there's purity tests, and well, if they don't like it, then you're not you're not elected. Are we, just, what do, Eric is do you saying not think totally we would true. not pass yeah. that litmus yeah. test? You can certainly you can do whatever. You I mean, I think I think we have street cred yeah. for having had an organization for the last sure. Yeah, how many? Eight years, Seven, eight years, yeah. Maybe eight Seven, years, but eight, yeah. So yeah. I think we've got the street cred. You can't really litmus test a group that's been promoting liberty for eight years, right? Say. Can, yeah, that's like, certainly the case. So I don't we care can if anyone hasn't done anything. <laughs> if they're here to help Jacob Hornberg get on the debate stage, yeah. I'm all for their help sure. and, and willing to have them be a part yeah. of us. To, I mean, it's not going to just be us. We it takes more people. I'm saying, it, and we have time to prepare to sure. get that. Uh, I feel we could do it inside the Republican Party if need be. We could coalesce enough. I don't people. want to do that again. But no, we're not. That doing, was I'm awful. not recommending that's a that fool's at all. errand. Yeah, it's not possible. But it was awful. This is this There's is way this too is, many social. This is why this oh. is the Revolution 2.0. This is the same thing Ron Paul did, only in the Libertarian Party now, and it should be easier. Well, it's easier because the small, payoff's going to be more there. rewarding, just because. It's actually going to be on the major debate stage instead of having eight candidates all and they get to overlook Ron Paul or ignore him and just leave him off any poll results, whatever whatever they have to do to blackball. They'll do certain things to Hornberg too. They they have their ways, but they're not gonna to get that voice and the that message just to people. I think is is well worth having any effort that we do and and worth it and, and i'm who knows maybe all these other people agree too most of the libertarian yeah they might i mean he's so that's why i'm there i'm not saying i want to i have to do it i'm like i want to be there to support people that say they're going to be for hornberger yeah so that'd be interesting uh, as far as hornberger is concerned because he mentioned even on that clip that he kind of ran in was it that clip or was it a different one where he ran into resistance within the party and decided to kind of Go back to the, the the foundation and and disengaged and focused on education because he's this is not his yeah. first rodeo even within the Libertarian Party. And Everyone he, and he decided to, and I'm not being pessimistic or anything. I'm just based on what I you know what I heard. He pushed hard not as a presidential candidate but as an activist and decided to disengage because he got so much resistance. Mm. I mean, that was kind of stated. Well, exactly, stated and that's there. kind of and the same just, thing in the Republican yeah. Party, and, and any, yeah. you know, that's. So that would just be kind of interesting. That's that why party, you just right? lose interest in dealing with it. Yeah, was it Republican it's, or Libertarian that he was talking about? Was he talking about the Libertarian or Republican Party that we? That was a Libertarian. Yeah. So he was even pushed yeah. out as a. Okay. Well, he kind of he disengaged. For, he's been a full on Libertarian for thirty or forty years. They said he disengaged from the party for. So even, but yeah, that's what most libertarians are. What have what, done? I mean, it's been the nature of libertarians, right now, though. We just uh, we, we organize and then we say, "I don't want to be effing organized." Right. I'm, I'm the boss of me. Yeah. We <laughs> we could have yeah. had between Trump and Clinton. That's no one wants either of them, and it would have been a great great time to have a a, a strong third candidate. And now we, we're going to have that opportunity again. Yeah. My yeah. my prediction is it's going to the Democrats are going to come down to a brokered convention and Hillary's going to step in on it. I think everything's being set up for Hillary to... Hillary's doing her best to set herself up to do this. This is all her machinations. She'll lose again. Going on. Of course, but she doesn't think so. Yeah, but she will. She... Yeah. 
And it sucks because Trump's getting worse and worse by the month. Yeah. I, I had high hopes for him because of just going after the deep state. I was hoping he'd do some of the stuff he did, but I've lost oh, <clears throat> respect for his message and his delivery. And I was shocked last time we were at a libertarian meeting about how many people were all for Trump. Ron Paul is actually he's, he's warmed he's warmed up on Trump over the last six to twelve months. Well, I'm sure Rand Rand has been Rand, Rand, Rand has. Well, Rand and him have been. Well, Rand has done some great things in the Middle East, and he's basically yeah. after Bolton got got booted by Trump, uh, mm-hmm. Rand took over a lot of a lot of foreign policy, uh, specifically Middle Eastern policy, and it's really I mean you've heard things like we're pulling out of Syria. Um, you know, we're going to disengage from a little, and it's not consistent in its message. Mm-hmm. We're pulling out of Syria, shipping people over to Saudi Arabia, and we're getting ready to attack Iraq. So it's, you know, or Iran, excuse me. So it hasn't been, but the kind of the overarching message that Trump has thrown out is we're going to disengage from Afghanistan. We're going to disengage from Syria. And remember, this was a couple months ago. The Democrats went crazy over that. Well, I think, and, it's, and, I think it's fucking well, crazy. Well, many of the, I, I would just call it the the war party or the war the war yeah, the mercen- faction. It's the, the mercenary faction. The, the military industrial complex, which well, is they're, embedded they're on both now. sides, just went went <laughs> crazy when Trump started saying uh, saying that stuff. Well, Trump, so, and that's very to me, that's very libertarian, and I was very impressed to and happy to see that. But then he yeah. said, "I'm going to make." Saudi Arabia pay for the military presence that we have there. I'm going to make NATO and the member states of NATO pay for NATO and yeah. things. Yeah, and but things he said, like that. but and, he said that, and that's literally. And I'm going to hold China military. accountable for Hong Kong, <laughs> and you know, you know, things like that to me are. It, 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 that's pretty good. But I think there's yeah. a major yeah. problem with saying that he's going to make Saudi Arabia pay for the troops that are inside Saudi Arabia because that just makes us into a mercenary army. Oh yeah, that's that is totally wrong. That would that's why Al Qaeda attacked us in the first place because we had a military. Well, they were CIA. I mean, this I mean, you can get it conspiratorial, but the... my, yeah, my strong belief is Al Qaeda is just a creation of the CIA. Out of control. I mean, it's like mm-hmm. yeah. it's just the cat ran away and went crazy and tried to create like a controllable entity and just went off the rails. And you know, you can say the same for some of the stuff that happened even in Afghanistan with the Taliban because they were trying to fight the fight the Russians and. They went off the rails too, and the CIA was really involved there too. So there's, you know, a lot of the Middle Eastern terrorist groups that kind of pop up are, and Ron Paul has said this many times, they're just a result of blowback of intelligence agencies yeah. to a certain extent. Yeah. And, yeah. Yes, you know, but Trump's late, latest pardon of Edward Gallagher is just the worst thing I've ever seen. I don't know what that's about. He is a Navy SEAL that was, uh, his own Navy SEALs turned him in as a murderer. He stabbed an Afghan to death in front of, like, a prisoner. Sure. They had, he just went apeshit and killed him. And he, apparently, his own members of his team, squadron, changed his sights so he wouldn't kill more people on his gun. Hmm. That's not good. He was acquitted of war or murder because one of his teams said no it was me and and then they just didn't even go after that guy it is uh, there's a whole division the secretary of the navy resigned over this the, what was his name uh, 
Uh, what was his name? Shoot. Yeah, so it basically is it's a but it's just inconsistency. Like, it's, it's, yeah, it's so inconsistency. He's like, but it's right, hard this, to get a politician to kill people. You're in war. You can just do whatever the fuck you want. This is just a blatant false message. Yeah. The the military leaders are like, no, we. This is like the navy was trying to prosecute this guy. When do they ever prosecute their own? And they're actually trying to remove this guy yeah. and stop him. And yeah. Trump intervened, and now the military is all pissed at him. Intervening. Rules of engagement, I think, are the terms that they use. Yeah, so why did he do it? And why, why did he pardon him? Why did he? Yeah. I mean, there has to be a reason. I mean, he had to know that politically it's not going to be good, and he had to know. I mean, he's a. Politically, relative, he's, he's good a, for hardcore Republicans. Not really. I mean, he's a, he's, a, he's a pretty. People that think we need to bomb the I would argue he's probably everywhere. one of the shrewdest politicians that we've seen in my lifetime. And he, and he had to weigh all the odds and, and say, well, this is why I'm doing this. And there had to be a damn good reason why he would take that calculated risk to piss people off. So what, why did he do it? Why did he do it then? They're t- he's thinking of having him campaign with him for 2020. Yeah, but I, I'm asking what the goddamn deep motive. stage with him, that is the dumbest thing Trump will ever do in his life. But that's, not an, that answer, is, that's not an answer to my question. I, but no one knows the answer. There has to be an obvious answer. There's almost an, ob- there's an obvious answer to almost every key political decision. Yeah, it's, so it's, I, it's I don't his really... base support that wants it. Okay. It's the low information people that don't know the details, and all they hear is, "Oh, this is the PC military going after a hardcore Navy SEAL," which is all just lies. Okay, the guy is a total douche, and he shouldn't. He should be locked away because now he's probably going to become a cop. Okay, which will be very fitting. But which means he's just a fascist. Well, I it's just I don't know what. <laughs> Uh, I, I think Trump's going to go down as one of the greatest politicians ever. I mean, the guy took down the Bushes, the Clintons. Like he's just he destroys everyone. He, he's he's a PR machine. He's he's a he's a he's a, he's a man natural. Show. He's a natural for politics. He's a natural salesman, and and that is what uh, is fine. I just you know I I wish he would do the things that he said, but it's the what has he done that he? Because to me, that's one. Of I, the, seen I think that's one of the things that Trump has. I mean, his approval rating is actually pretty darn good when you even contrast it against Obama. And, and I think one of the reasons why it's relatively good, and we are getting up about 54 minutes or so, but it, it's relatively good is because as far as I've been able to discern, he's followed through on most of his like campaign promises and what he said he's going to do, well, right? To his own power that he can do. So Yeah, yeah I, mean, he's, I mean, a lot of politicians will say, oh, and, and they won't. I mean, he's... He's executed and followed through to the really, as far as I've been able to tell, to the fullest, there's, to the fullest ability. There's a lot of strategy that happens in the years prior to a new election, and what you're seeing right now, in my opinion, is a lot of cards being held back from being played. Yeah, he's a good and card player, right? Yep. And yeah. next year, they're going to get laid out one after another, and he's just going to. You think these indictments, indictments are going to come down? You think that's going to happen? You think Monday is the big day, the big reveal? Government doesn't go after itself. I just don't see anything happening. It's happen. not going to do anything. There's no. no, it doesn't even matter. You're Who talking cares? strategic rather than yeah. yeah I'm saying more, like, more of a long projected outcome, long haul. He's got this cards laid out this to make sure that he's going to get reelected. Yeah. He's got a bunch of information that he's going to start dropping because he's been. He's a president. He had more information than anybody else in the, pretty much the world. Right. You know, in, in you know in that and he, in that position. He's not an idiot. He's gonna 
use that to his best advantage and bringing it out now, bringing it out, yeah, he's (laughs) (laughs) bringing that out now, perfectly highly intelligent during like the indictment proceedings when he could make himself look better based on some of the things that he has. Who cares? Let it happen, and then later, after everybody's forgotten about the indictments, he'll start playing these trump cards. One after no pun intended. No no pun intended. Literally. Yeah. To start dropping him down, and he's going to make a case for himself again. That's what's going to well, happen. Yeah, he's going to win. How, how would he lose? I mean, it's, he's so, going so to run away. There's no with, good candidates in the Democrat with that Party. Statement, Are you kidding me? So with that statement, we're, we're running up on like 55 minutes or whatever. With that, maybe we can go another 5, 10, 15 minutes or whatever we do. <laughs> uh, but with that statement, I'm just, when going through these activist like, exercises and getting the message out, you, you, you just... Pretty much surmised what my opinion is is he's going to win anyway. So if we go for you know Jacob Hornberger and become delegates and do all this stuff, what is the benefit at the end? Is it getting the me- I mean, is it go it's back? The message. Is it, it's, 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 it's really going back to Ron. It's really going it's back to moment. what Ron Paul or Marianne Stebbins or Nick Ludwig says, and it's educating the people. Is that basically what it is? Yes. And that would mean educating the youth, which we're no longer part of. So more difficult for our group. <laughs> or educating the progressive youth, which are already, you know... Indoctrinated <laughs> deeply yeah. with Bernie Sanders-isms. And yeah. that, that, I, I think we're in for a challenge. we got to find a bunch of kids... We're in college who really, really can get excited about hey, stuff. I, we'll do some I believe America's only got a few years left in itself. Yeah. It is being destined to destroy it by the globalists. We are in the Middle East, in my opinion, to destroy America. It is weakening our morality. The it Middle is East is weakening Making us broke. Yeah. How is it weakening? We have no moral authority to be over there and doing what we're doing. We are going around. We are such warmongers now. Keep in mind that the Middle East... We're saying we just... Say, let's bring the military. Keep in mind that, the, that what's been going on in the Middle East has been happening pretty much the same for the last hundred years. I do not agree with that at all. Have you ever at all? Have you ever seen or read or seen the movie 1984? No, I never have. Okay, that was written in the 40s. Well, and the main one of the main components of the war with Eurasia. Was, exactly. Yeah, I, that's that, 80 that's, years ago. So you know a lot of the I eighty mean, years far, ago it was all colonization, but it, but a it lot wasn't of awards. So it there's was actually Jews, Christians, Muslims—they all live together now. They hardly can coincide together now. Well, we talked about that the other day, right? So who was the crazy asshole who gave Israel to the Jews alone and said, "Okay, you guys just got totally dominated. Now we're going to give you the most controversial piece of land." There is, and now you're going to have to sit there and fight to defend it. Like that. Rothschild said that, and that that right there is a giant part of the reason why that area is completely unstable. Well, it's been. I mean, that's been the giant reason for the last hundred years. Yeah, yeah. And there's there's no way that that's going to change. I still disagree. If you made Israel the 51st state... I think Israel is a huge <laughs> problem. But the problem is... If you take away all their, all their intelligence and all their money, regime. maybe. Yeah. How are you, you going to do that? Well, somebody, somebody tried doing that once and didn't... It, there was a world war over, over that situation. <laughs> yes. There's plenty of Jews yes. that don't... No, that's not what I mean. Israel. No, not, no, man, you're on a completely different plane than I am right now. Yeah, no. Yeah. No, I'm... Yeah. I'm not actually suggesting we try to make it the 51st state. Yeah. <laughs> 
I just I what's going on in the world right now is setting us up for failure. Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm getting I, 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 it is just to weaken our resolve, become hardcore for the government. Like, oh my god, we need government to protect us against these random terrorists in the world. So they've set up a, a police state. They've weakened our morality in the world for and thinking that we are the police state of the world now that we need to go around with the bully stick and and you know produce our encourage our interest in the world and to whatever local populations think to be damned we're gonna go give you democracy and if you vote wrong we're gonna team, bring in the military and make sure you vote right next time team america world police it's, it's pathetic years ago <laughs> it's uh it's been going on for quite some time. i have a friend that uh i met recently he's from africa and he's like I, he just got back from him and i'm just randomly talked to him and he's like and we, we started talking and he's like oh yeah it's so funny how America. I just got back and it's like in Egypt, you know, the Muslim Brotherhood won the democratic election, and then we brought the military in to overthrow it because it was the Muslim Brotherhood. It yeah. goes to Iran, and uh, so yeah, he was just making. I'm like, Are and you that contributes. I'm like, how did you just say that? Like, I'm yeah. like, this is just yeah. out of the blue, and I'm like, I'm like, that's the best thing I've ever heard for anyone say in a long time. Well, because I, mean, I agree, I already knew about it, but yeah. it's, I, I haven't heard of anyone else say that to me. That, and I don't think he's libertarian or anything. I didn't go into it. I just, you know. Oh no! Well, actually, if you if you talk to anybody from any of those countries, they're well aware of. Uh, you know, immigrants coming from countries that have been involved in blowback against the United States or meddling with their governments, they're well aware of that activity. And that kind of speaks to your point on, you know, morality. Um, having somebody in place like Jacob Hornberger, and I actually think Trump is somewhat along these lines too of, you know, let's not be non-interventionalist, but let's cut down on the terrorist activity or the anti-American sentiment by just getting troops out of there. Um, oh, we, 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 everyone we bomb or maim or kill is just making three more terrorists. I mean, it's like, it's just... We're it's making a, yeah. Afghani jokers. There were 400 Al-Qaeda members jokers? when 9-11 happened that we Joker? supposedly needed to go Joker? after. Jokers? Yeah. Have, have, you seen, have you seen the movie, The Joker? Oh, no, I haven't. Uh, so I, yeah. Completely yeah, I, I knew it. I know. There's a South Park I reference there, too. Okay. The Mexican Joker. I didn't get any of the reference. Yeah, the, the, the You're to have to keep trying. Putting the kids into uh, prisons. My point is, jokers. the Democrats are so handing like Trump the re-election. They okay, made it. bullshit about <laughs> Russia. About two minutes. Bullshit Sorry. about Ukraine <laughs> is just feeding Trump a victory. They're just handing him. They make me want to get active. To be, they bring so much bullshit against Trump. And yeah. It makes me want to become active again just to go help the guy. Yeah. Because he's such an underdog, and by by the media, and they right. create so much fake news around it, and deviation from the truth, and spin things in their specific ways that is so blatantly obvious if you know what to listen for. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know, as soon as they start saying the Ukraine thing about a political rival, right away, boom! What what does political rival have to do with anything? You know, that is a message being purposely done by the Clinton camp to. Fight against the indictments, and the, which is why Hillary Clinton will be the next candidate because all these indictments. Yeah, I don't, are I don't disagree with you. I, I think Clinton will end up running it. Running so, it mm -hmm. yeah, it's going to come yeah, down to super they, delegates, they, and they're all in her pockets. Well, so. they, they, the problem that the, the Democrats have is they just don't have a candidate. Right, they don't. Well, that too. And that's being done on purpose. Uh, there's a lot of people who would like to be candidates. I mean, there's a lot. Oh, of that's them. my point. Hillary yeah. Clinton's backstabbing them all. 
she's propping him up and backstabbing at the Maybe same time. Maybe that's what we should weekend. do. Why don't we go to the Democrat side and let's let's try to become delegates to the Democrat Party and then get them to vote for Libertarians. Well, it's kind of the kind of like the chaos. Like, <laughs> you guys should really listen to Scott Horton a lot. He, his thing is attack like the Democrats from the Democrats side. I, I like Tulsi. Attack yeah. the Republicans from she'll the Republican side. I, 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 obviously, but she's still far, far off. Oh yeah, she uh, she's as close as it comes from the Democrat side. Yeah, sure. yeah. Besides uh, Doyle, or what's Jim Jim Doyle Doyle, or what's that? Do you guys know that show? YouTube show? No, Jimmy oh. Doyle. I think it's Jimmy Jimmy Dorns Crickets. Crickets. No. Oh man, you guys should watch. He's like a comedian type thing. He does like a little. Uh, It's almost what would I consider like uh it's almost like a late night show. Ten boxers who died in the ring? Sugar Ray and no, the it's boxers. not Jimmy Doyle, no, it's, it's uh, a lot of Jimmy Dore. I think it's Boxer Dorr. Jimmy Doyle killed in fight with Sugar Ray Robinson, nineteen forty seven. So getting getting, getting back involved. to the Jimmy the Jimmy Dore show. He's uh Jimmy's he's a Dorr. Democrat, but he's just and it's great. You watch his, he does YouTube videos and podcasts that, uh, mm-hmm. he goes around the country and does live shows mm-hmm. and they film it and it's, it's very popular and he just blasts. He's, he's for Tulsa Gabbard and, uh, just blasts the whole Russia gate, Ukraine gate. You know, there's good leftists out there that know all this, this bullshit, but it's amazing how many leftists believe like that, uh, Genuinely believe that Tulsi Gabbard, or I would say her <laughs> name wrong, is a Russian agent. Yeah. <laughs> I've had I've had conversations with progressives at well, they dinner Glenn parties, and they look. I'm like, what do you think of Tulsi Gabbard? She's a Russian agent. Yeah, they Come say on. that about Glenn Greenwald now. They say that about. Uh, like, I'm not even going to. I'm not even going to respond to that. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, you just put the biggest dumbass on your face. All right. I no, but it's just saying it point blank. I can't. Yeah, I can't like, talk right, to you yeah, anymore. Yeah, like, this conversation's yeah, over. There's yeah, zero this... reason to talk to you. You're obviously <laughs> totally brainwashed. Yeah, it's, it's funny though. Well, what do we say about wrapping up here? Yeah. So, uh, kind of the. Well, the... what do you guys think about it all? Like, I mean, I mean, he looks a like work. a great candidate. You guys to kind me. of shot me down about you know trying to become delegates. And no, I'm not. I'm like, it, so, so that wasn't my intent at all. My intent, my the the thought that I had is it's. It's a tough road to hoe, um, and it takes a, you know a bit of effort. And what do you get in the end? And I think I think you answered all those questions. Is really in the end what you get is getting that message out there, getting another conversation, you know, another piece of the conversation out there, and to, to, to hopefully grasp. educating people. Because I, I I honestly think that, uh, and I, and I really respect your views as far as this is concerned, Kirk. And I think it's really true. That uh, the uh, message of liberty and the intrinsic kind of internal guide to almost all humans is liberty oriented. People want to be free. Uh, people genuinely don't want to fight. And there is this overclass that's incentivized through power and money to, to basically rain chaos down on humanity. Uh, and it's been that way for a very long time. And if you find a good guy that can speak to that message, I think it's always a benefit, even though, I mean, it just, it, 
and Ron Paul has talked about this in the past is there is a remnant and it's always there and it's always willing to take up arms when things become really, really tough and we'll reset the system. And, you know, having and keeping those people engaged through messaging, through collaboration, through, you know, potentially getting more people who may not, like you're talking about, may not be familiar with the libertarian message into it. I think that's always, personally, I think it's a, it's, it's a good exercise. And all I was saying is it's just frustrating that it didn't, it doesn't get higher. It doesn't, you know, make yeah. more, but sometimes, I mean, that's just not the way well, it's maybe, been. Yeah. Maybe. Even the United States was created by people who are just like, screw you. We're not going to operate your, you know, your way. And what happens if you people. win? I mean, what happens if you win? It's like, all of a sudden, boom, you're free. Right? We're the I mean, kind of like. <laughs> well, the tide, I think the tide is growing. And I honestly, and that's one of the things that I've seen, even with the internet in the, the pervasiveness. I mean, there's some people say it's dulling your mind, you're becoming entrapped and hypnotized by, you know, it is, it's a tool. It's whatever you use it for. You can use tools for whatever. But I think the, the spread of knowledge in the internet is great for freedom. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, you know, it's great even like in communist countries, like in China, mm-hmm. throughout Southeast Asia, through, um, you know, through the Eastern Bloc and through, uh, through Africa. I think it's really uplifting many, many boats and really the, the message of liberty in my mind will only increase as a result of people understanding what it really means to get that freedom and how they can do it. Mm-hmm. So, and, you know, being active in that way, I think is, it's a good way to spend your time, at least, at least some of your time. Well, exactly. Uh, so, and I've been longing for a new hobby. Yeah. Do something like I'm just, need something new in my life and this is a great aspect to pursue yeah. in two weeks if, there's uh we there's other people listening that would also you know be interested and maybe want to reach you, out you know want to get active again um i, I think it's it's a good idea email us at info at liberty at liberty southwest.org correct liberty.org yeah in two weeks there's a a local meetup just on the road from here, where we're at. Minnetonka. And uh, I think we're going to, I think we should do a podcast at, after that and see, you know, we're going to learn a lot. This is just the commencement of, this is the beginning of maybe something new. We can look back on this date as this is where we decided to become active again or not, but it's a... Uh, It'll be very interesting. Um, <laughs> the future, there's there's a lot of variables that are going to happen in the next few weeks, months, and yeah. it's, uh, we'll see what happens. I, I I speak like I want to, I just want to make sure Jacob Hornberger is the nominee, and I, I'm all for other people to do it. And I'm one all thing for I would like, other yeah. people to be delegates, yeah. and, but I would love to become a national delegate. I, I kind of look back, I think like, you should do it to state. I always wanted you to could be. An, I think you could be a. If you wanted to be a national libertarian delegate, and the biggest thing, Kirk, I don't I think get is, more marks on my <laughs> on whatever social your, media score. Yeah, but the only thing, score. I mean, it's going to cost a couple grand probably to do the whole bit. Well, I'm that's, sure. I mean, yeah. that's and I, I mean, think it'd be worth it this time. I think it'd yeah. be fun to go meet a lot of new libertarians. And yeah, I, it, you know, it's, it's what Scott Horton says. He says, "Hey, do you like beer?" You like meeting new people? You like having good conversations? You know who's in Austin, Texas? would be a good thing to do. Adam Curry. Adam Curry, yeah. Can They've been getting him. less and less libertarian. They were starting to get more and more else, and now they're... No, you're, you're more even more. turning on your... I don't know. On no, I st- still one of my favorites. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Turks it, and anarchists. 
Yeah. <laughs> I turn but, on everyone. I, my, the big thing that I, I'd like to have... I just want to be volunteer. The thing I like least about Trump is how fiscally liberal he is. Yeah. Mm. I mean, he's going to freaking wreck this economy. I mean, he, and we've already been looking... I, Danny's probably... From, I know Danny's familiar with this. The amount of money that the Federal Reserve has had to pump in the financial markets over the last four the, months the, is insane. insane. The balance and the reason why, so and the reason why they're having to pump all this money in the markets is because the debt is so freaking large. Yeah. So the treasury, the treasury is rate. sapping the lending markets, and the Fed has to come in and monetize that. And it's going to cause there's going to be, I think, significant problems uh, as a result of that. It's either going to come in through inflation or through through just market fractures over the next you know couple of years, so that that to me is going to be the most tangible domestic experience that Trump bring you know brings about. And you know, if you have somebody like Jacob Hornberger is actually up there saying, "Hey, this is you're a re- this is why the debt Fed. by more than anybody yes. else in history by He's a, so right you, about you're the running Fed. this country like you run your freaking organizations, and you're gonna run you're not gonna be able to get bailed out like." Like this has been happening for a very long time, even prior to well, Trump. Well, you listen like, to Kerry higher, but it's the higher and higher. Yeah, but it's, the amount yeah. that he's spending is so, way it's higher. Insane. Well, it's insane! It's an insane amount. He's cutting taxes and growing government at, at just an astronomical right. like, rate. As long as that any his, conservative, uh, any fiscal conservative, right. he absolutely cannot as agree with what he's doing. It's worse than any progressive, and that's a that's a small amount. It's five billion dollars. I mean, out of the trillion. That he's adding yeah. to the, you know, to the debt. It's just, right. it, it's insane. So, yeah. but that, that to me, if I heard Hornberger talk about that, I would, I'd be like, okay, I could probably help out yeah. a little bit. He's great on it. Yeah. He, he ties everything back into the Fed. Do it live. Yeah. Uh, oh, we can do it. You guys want to do? You want to do it live? Yeah, we want to uh, have our little uh, outro. Spend, uh, what's, yeah. what's the date? I have to actually uh, so just keep did talking. Did we say everyone's names? I thought December 6th. Uh, yeah, uh, we did names. Okay. December 6th, we're going to finish it up. Yep. Still December 6th. It's, uh... <laughs> <laughs> it is still December 6th. Not for that much longer. <laughs> um, oh, but it, you it's know, been it, a pleasure. Yeah, it's been good. It's been good talking again. And it's been... I mean, I think we're all going to take... A look at Jacob Hornberger more, and oh, and, and we. I, I can't no, speak to. Times. I can't speak for the other two of you, other two here, and others who are listening. But if you need support at the Libertarian Minnesota Libertarian Convention, I will spend the fifty bucks or whatever it takes to become a delegate. <laughs> yes, and I will you. join in that as well. Yeah, awesome. I will as well. Yeah. Well, so and you are all going to be there with me. We're all going to be national delegates, right? <laughs> you don't want to you paying? You don't want to you don't want to go alone? Are you going to pay for each other? <laughs> are you going to we'll crowdsource this it's, endeavor? It's, it's gonna, there's going to be a layaway program. <laughs> layaway. <laughs> Just do it how, how Trump does it. Oh, okay, so we'll uh, uh, play do it do it live and uh, head on out. See you next time. See you guys. Adios, my fool. And that is it for us today. It's now. I can't read it. There's no. There's no words on it. All right, go, go. In five, four, three. That's tomorrow, and that is it. In five, four, three. That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. And we will leave you with a. I can't do it. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live.
Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. <laughs> thing sucks. Adios, mofo.